But then you'll run down the list for me of the 10 other podcasts you're listening to every single week. And then you'll say, oh my gosh, well, in 2022, I read 100 books. And it's like, man, I mean, that is incredible. The fact that you're able to consume that amount of information is honestly, truly remarkable. Here's the question I have. What did you do with what you learned? Because if you didn't take action, it's highly likely you didn't actually grow. Information doesn't create growth. Action is what creates growth. Well, hey there, if we have not yet met, my name is Alex Judd. I'm the founder of Path for Growth, and this is the Path for Growth podcast. Now, as a business, we exist to help impact-driven leaders step into who they were created to be so that others benefit and God is glorified. And this podcast is just another iteration of how that mission comes to life. I want to give you four actions today that if you apply them consistently, I think it can create a rhythm for healthy and life-giving growth in your life and leadership. Learn, write, share, grow. I want to walk through what I mean by each of these actions and how you can practically make these come to life. And then uh, I had this idea earlier this week, and I was just so excited to test it out. It's either going to be a really good idea or a really bad idea. But after we walk through the four steps, I'm going to give you an example of one of the ways that those four steps uh, come to life in my life and leadership. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll get to that here in just a second. Let's first walk through the four actions. Learn. It was Charlie Tremendous Jones that once said, five years from now, you will be the same person that you are today outside of the books you read and the people you meet. And I think that's true. I also think we can modify that quote a little bit to fit our present day and say that five years from now, you will be the same person that you are today outside of the books you read, the people you meet, the podcasts you listen to, the courses you take, the prayers you pray. What this is alluding to is the fact that in many ways, what you put in will come out of you and it will inform who you become. And so we focus on the gas that we're putting in our car, we focus on the food that we're putting into our body, or we focus on the content that we're putting into our brain and maybe more importantly, into our heart and into our soul. Because here's something that I just believe to be true. Every day you have something to learn. And here's an associated principle. Every person has something to teach you. The question is not, does this person have something to teach me? The question is, is am I able to find it? And what's so cool is whenever you start to look at life that way, that every day is an opportunity to learn and that every person has something that they can teach you, oh my gosh, it just becomes so exciting. You put on what I think of as your learning lenses. And I literally think of it as a set of glasses because it changes your perspective and your outlook on life because every day uh, doesn't represent a burden or a drag. Every day represents an opportunity, but also a responsibility. Because if every day there's something to be learned, then every day you're responsible for learning. And what's so cool is the minute you put on your learning lenses, it's like what you start to realize almost immediately is like, oh my gosh, I'm not stopping at learning one thing today. I'm going to learn so much today because there is so much to be learned. There are so many questions to be asked. There is so much that you don't know. Every day there is something to learn. Are you learning? Every person has something to teach you. Are you finding out what it is? 
Focus on learning every single day. That's the first action. And then the second action is that we're going to write. I'm a big believer in the idea that clear writing is a reflection of clear thinking. And one of the ways that I focus on getting my thoughts clear is by putting them on paper. Now, obviously, we live in a world today where (laughs) to use tangible, actual paper is a rarity, although I do do that sometimes. But you get the principle here, right, that something happens whenever you're first to take this idea that you heard or this concept that you thought of, and you take it out of your head, you take it out of your brain, and you force yourself to put it on paper. And in the process of putting it on paper, you start to give it some substance. You start to develop the idea. You start to make sure it actually makes sense. And what's wild is that, man, paper is a relentless judge, right? Because it forces you to use complete sentences, right? And it forces you to make a compelling argument and it forces you to actually get clear on what you're thinking and what you want to communicate. So many people are learning something every single day and it's so, it's devastating to me that they don't have a practice and rhythm for writing what they're learning. And so what I'm going to share with you today here in just a bit, I'm really excited about it is, I mean, for years now, one of the ways that this has occurred for me is that I I take out the notes app on my phone all the time. Anytime I hear a good quote or anytime I, I hear something on a podcast or have an idea in the sauna or go on a walk with someone and have a great conversation or I'm sitting down at, at, with for a cup of coffee with someone, I mean, there will just be times where I just take out my phone and I just write down the idea. And, and I want to write it down because I know that, man, this is the start of something that I want to develop. And if I don't, if I don't write it, I'm going to lose it. And so we're going to learn, and then we're going to write. Third action, we're going to share. Something powerful happens whenever you take the idea, concept, quote, model that you learned, and then subsequently wrote down, and then you share it, right? And and, and you say, uh, I got to tell you what I learned. I got to tell you what I'm thinking about. I got to tell you about this idea that I have. I think it's John Maxwell that I first heard say that, man, if you want to take a good idea and turn it into a great idea, put it in front of people. And I've just found that to be so true in my life, leadership, and business that I have ideas a lot. I bet a lot of you do as well. I have ideas every time I take a shower, go for a run, or get in my car, right? That just happens. And so what I need to recognize is that probably 999 out of the 1,000 ideas that I have are often really bad. Do you feel that way too? And and what's cool is I've got some people in my corner that, man, I'll call them up. I'll say, I got this idea. And they'll say, I think that's really bad, Alex. And so you need people that will tell you when your ideas are bad because maybe it's worth spending some time to make it better or maybe you just say, okay, that's going to go in the dumpster with the other really bad ideas. But then sometimes I'll have some good ideas and I make that call. And what's so cool is in that call, uh, we're able to beat it up. We're able to argue about it. We're able to ask curious questions about it. We're able to play it out. We're able to think about what would happen to it practically. I'm able to get other perspectives. And it's in the process of putting the idea on the table. I always get this visual. The more people, the better. Oftentimes we put the idea on the table and it's like, we're all sitting at this round table. We put the idea in the center and, and the idea is this block. And what's so cool is w- when you're at a round table, everyone at the round table sees the block that's in the center of the table 
evil being the idea from a little bit of a different angle. And I can't see their angle until they express their angle. And what's so cool is I can have a better understanding and we can have a better understanding of the idea the minute that it's shared. Yes, you're learning every single day. Hopefully you're writing every single day. Are you sharing what you're learning and writing? And then the question becomes, okay, who are you sharing it to? Well, let's look at who you don't want to share it to. Yes, man, and yes, woman, right? If people just will agree with you no matter what, not beat up on it, not ask critical questions about it, I mean, those sometimes can be good people to have around because those can be cheerleaders, but those are not going to be the people that will help you take a good idea and make it a great idea. But here's the deal. If you're an egotistical leader, you love those people and you keep those people really close. Don't be that type of leader, right? And so what we want to do is we want to invite the people into this conversation and celebrate and recognize the people that, number one, like we already said, they're willing to to call it a bad idea, but they're also not just going to agree with you for the sake of agreeing with you. They see the value in the process. And here's another thing you really need to watch out for. Uh, People that are more interested in flattering you than they are in telling you the truth. Um, Especially in this process, that's not helpful. And so that's not going to be the group of people that we bring this idea to. So you got to find your crew, right? You got to find the right they. You got to find the right group of people to put this in front of and say, let's beat this up. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about and work on how this could practically apply. And, And then out of that, what's so cool is we've laid the foundation now, learn, write, share, that we're going to grow. Now, how does growth happen? Does growth happen because we learned, we wrote, and we shared? No. How does growth happen? Growth occurs because one thing was introduced into that process, action. Here's the deal. I get to talk to so many of you, and and I I just love our podcast audience. I get to meet some of y'all in person sometimes, which is just so cool. I get LinkedIn messages from you. I get Instagram messages from you. It's just such a joy to hear from y'all and hear about the the way that this content is impacting your life. But one of the things that I've noticed about the people that listen to our podcast is, holy cow, so many of you consume so much content. And like, yes, you're on the ball of listening to ours every single week. And I want you to know I'm just so grateful for that. But then you'll run down the list for me of the 10 other podcasts you're listening to every single week. And then you'll say, oh my gosh, well, in 2022, I read a hundred books. And it's like, man, I mean, that is incredible. The fact that you're able to consume that amount of information is honestly, truly remarkable. Here's the question I have. What did you do with what you learned? Because if you didn't take action, it's highly likely you didn't actually grow. Information doesn't create growth. Action is what creates growth. So we want to learn. We want to write. We want to share. And then we want to act because it's in the process of acting that we find ourselves growing. So, I mean, it's a little bit of a selfish way to commandeer this podcast today. What I thought would be really fun is to go into the notes app on my phone and just scroll down. Um, I've been doing this for years now and, and just see w- what was Alex writing several years ago, maybe a couple years ago, maybe even more recently, and just pull up a couple. And in, in the process of doing that, well, what are we doing? We're saying, what did I learn I obviously wrote it down because it's in my phone. And then this is an opportunity to share it. And then out of sharing it, maybe we can both find something that we can act on. And then it's in the process of acting that maybe we will both experience growth. And so we'll see how this goes. It's either a really bad idea or a really good idea, but I guarantee it's nowhere in between. Um, So I'm going to pull up my notes app. 
And yeah, this is cool. I don't know how long I've been doing this, but it says that in the iCloud notes folder on my phone, there are 1,236 notes. Um, so that's really cool. This is going to be really fun to just look back and reflect. I don't know how long I've been doing this, but I've got a feeling we're going to find out. Hopefully there's dates on these things. I'm going to scroll way down to the bottom. Let's stop there. Okay, this is from June 28th, 2020 at 8.30 a.m. I don't know what I was doing at this time, but if I remember correctly, that was probably weeks into starting this business, so that's kind of cool. I wrote down referrals and results. My guess is that that came from something that I listened to about Tony Robbins, where he was talking about basically just the idea. He asked a question to a large room of people that was primarily business owners, business leaders, and he said, I want you to raise your hand. How many of you ask for referrals in your business? Probably 50% of the room raised their hand. And then he said, okay. He said, how many of you, that process of asking for referrals from your customers that are already pleased. He said, how many of you is that a system? And then like half that group raised their hand. And then he said, okay, one more question for you. How many of you also have a system for incentivizing referrals whenever you receive them? And like 10 people in this huge room raised their hand. And he really made a point associated with the fact that, man, if you want to get results in your business, focus on systemizing, asking for referrals and incentivizing the referrals uh, that you receive. And so I think one of the things that I was reflecting on clearly whenever I wrote this note, this note wasn't written whenever I went to that, but my guess is that I was reflecting on that and thinking about how that concept could apply to our business and just thought about, man, if you want results, focus on referrals, right? That's a, that's a warm audience that clearly already likes what you're doing, and that's an opportunity to build more. Uh, oh, man, check this out. Further down, I wrote, don't become a slave to your audience, who is following who? Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, oh man, this is good for me to remember today. Uh, I, I have no doubt what I was thinking at this time on June 28, 2020. Here, here's what I was thinking at that time. I was thinking, man, if I entirely record podcasts, record workshops, release writing that is entirely uh, driven by one question, what does the audience want to hear? In many ways, I am becoming a slave to my audience. And I know at that time I was wrestling a lot with the tension between, okay, I want to serve the customer. And at the same time, there's things that I want to say in, in ways that I believe it should be said that are hopefully rooted in biblical truth. And, and sometimes those two things don't align. So how do you, how do you figure out that tension, right? Do I say what I want to say or do I say what the audience wants to hear? And what I, I learned is you can't become a slave to your audience, right? That's what I obviously wrote down here. Um, but then the thing that I've really learned in the process of that is it, it's not a tension to be solved for, it's a tension to be managed. And that also there are customers out there that really resonate with the content that we have a business that is presented in the way that we want to present it. And what's so cool is when we refute the urge to become a slave to what does the crowd, quote unquote, want to hear, uh, well, then man, it's just wild. When we actually focus on what do we want to say, the right people seem to show up. And so, man, don't become a slave to your audience. Okay, let's go back to the notes 
scrolled up some. There's a cool one. January 17th, 2017 at 2.12 p.m. I wrote 10 lessons from 10 marathons. Silence is strength. Talking is stalling action. (laughs) That's a good one to remember. Silence is the respite of the confident and strong. Talking and doing fight for the same resources. Goal setting is not progress. Oh, that's interesting. Um, So just because you set a goal, sometimes we feel progress because we set a goal. And in reality, well, you haven't moved anywhere. You just set a goal, right? And, And of course, there's value in having a sense of aim. But it's like, man, you should reward doing something in your life, not talking about doing something. And so you can see how I talked about how the process of writing helps you develop your ideas. It's like I started with silence is strength and then talking is stalling action and then talking and doing fight for the same resources. And and it started to develop. So it's not all just a bunch of original ideas. It's something that in the writing, it's like I started to understand what I was actually thinking, which is really cool. Uh, Here's another one. The more difficult the task, the more costly talking will be. Yeah, because if the, if the task is difficult, it's going to be costly to talk about it and not do anything about it. The greatest art comes from wrestling with the things that I avoid. Are you an eternal student? Wow, that fits good into this episode. I feel like you're going to think I planned this and I didn't. <laughs> this is neat. Can you do it in the rain? Uh, so certainly, because this is a note related to running, I'm sure that was probably a day that it rained. And it's like, okay, you can be positive, happy, engaged, energetic whenever it's great weather outside and whenever everyone's cheering for you. Can you do it in the rain? That'll preach. Yeah, and just looking back, this was also in January. So every January for several years now, this was year seven this year, I've been doing something called five at five, which is five miles at 5 a.m. every day except Sunday. And so if I just think about January, it's like, oh, well, this was smack dab in the middle of that. And it was at 2.12 p.m. So it was like I was probably getting ready for my afternoon nap uh, on January 17th, 2017. And I just took down these notes. But hopefully you can see here, the goal is not just for me to reminisce about lessons that I learned. The goal is for me to share with you so hopefully you can learn. But more than that, my goal in this episode was really to kind of build in public and show you like this is how this plays out, right? And these aren't, I mean, they're certainly not fully developed. Some of them probably aren't very good. The point is that I, I learned or at least I thought I learned, and I wrote something, and now we're getting to share it. And and if I hadn't written it down in 2017, I wouldn't be able to share it with you today. And so there might be people six years from now that you need to be able to share what you're learning today with, and will you be equipped and ready to do it? You better start writing things down, folks. I don't know if I wrote this Well, I know I wrote this, but I'm not sure if these were ideas that were original to me or if I heard these in a sermon. This is from February 28th, 2017. God is not in the destination. God is in the detour. Wow. I mean, you think about like, I didn't start Path for Growth till 2020, but holy cow. I mean, that was preparing me to leave my full-time job in a way that I honestly couldn't have expected at that time. Uh, So God is not in the destination. God is in the detour. God is not just in the dramatic. God is in the details. God begins at your dead end. 
I don't know that I need to talk much on that topic. It's pretty powerful. Scroll up some. This is a long one. April 17th, 2019. Let's just run through some of the things on it. Our jobs were never meant to shoulder the burden of faith, and they are crippled under the weight. <laughs> yeah, amen to that. I wonder if that was notes from a sermon or if that's uh, just something I typed out. I, I caps locked crippled. So, that, I mean, that's referring to making your career into an idol, which at various points in my life I've fallen prey to. But, it, I mean, it's just such a good reminder that it's like, man, your career, your job, the work that you do is a good thing. Don't you dare make it the best thing. Let's see, this is clearly referring on on Genesis 1. It says, at the end of each day, when God created the earth, he said, it is good. The soul is where the questions come from. The spirit is where the truth comes from. The word of God is logos. The logos divides the soul and the spirit. Yeah, this definitely came from a sermon that I was listening to because there's no way I was smart enough uh, to come up with this stuff on my own, um, and I'm still not. Uh, Okay, here's four actions from it. Stop, rest, delight, and worship. Yeah, that's never not a good reminder. Short-term gain is often a long-term disaster. The fourth commandment is the gateway to the other nine. Okay, so this is interesting. I feel like (laughs) I, I... feel a little bit embarrassed, but I need to look up what the fourth commandment is. I'm just going to Google it real quick. I'm sure some of you know, and you're like, I know what it is. Let me tell you, uh, honor your father and mother. That's interesting. With this commandment, the Lord revealed the importance and great dignity of family life. And so the fourth commandment is a gateway to the other nine. Wow. It's an interesting idea. I'm not positive I didn't write that wrong because all of this is about Sabbath and then that's about the fourth commandment. I I wonder if that's actually supposed to be about Sabbath. That's interesting. When you stop resting, you stop remembering. That's so good. When we take time to intentionally rest, to intentionally Sabbath, uh, we take time to remember, to reflect on God's faithfulness. I love that. Yeah, I wonder who gave that sermon. That'd be so interesting to know. April 17th, 2019. Let's keep going up. Let's do two more. Uh, This was an idea that I clearly developed pretty in depth. It looks like a blog post or something that I wrote. Uh, June 24th, 2019, 5.51 p.m. I would not be surprised uh, if I was in the sauna whenever I wrote this because there was a period where I would go to Lifetime Fitness and sit in the sauna and I would try to write as much as I could, as fast as I could, because there reached a point where I would be too sweaty to write anymore. So here's what I wrote. It's amazing how many people are relentlessly pursuing a vision they have never defined. Too often we allow peer pressure, pop culture, and popular opinion to set the standard for the things that matter most, faith, family, friends, career, health. We submit internal commitments to external criticism. If you play this pattern out, you either end up feeling incredibly guilty or remarkably mediocre. The court of public opinion is a terrible benchmark for the things that matter most. Simply put, if you take the average of everyone's expectations, you end up with something that is average. It's radically more healthy, fulfilling, and sustainable to set the bar using an internal compass that points to a higher purpose 
purpose in the midst of today's cultural tornado, there is nothing more comforting than the stability of objective truth. We all need a unique picture of what excellence means for our life, the motivation to chase it, the grace to make mistakes, and the understanding to know the true meaning of enough. Uh, Goodness gracious, that's cool. Here's what's most neat about this, and I want to use it to encourage you. Path for Growth at that point, June 24th, 2019, was not even a glimmer of an idea. But what's so neat is that, I mean, I could post this today as Path for Growth and it would make total sense. And so that's what writing does for us that I wasn't really even realizing I was going to be able to share in this episode. It gives us a reminder of God's faithfulness. To to refer to the other note that we just talked about, it gives us the opportunity to remember and to say, oh my gosh, there was a time where I would just put these notes in my phone and I didn't have a podcast audience to share them with and I didn't have an email list to share them with and I didn't have a company that was built on these ideas and it was just something that was simmering on my mind and today we have all those things and boy, I, I... promise you that's not because of me and how amazing I am. That's because of God and how amazing he is. And whenever I look at notes from June 24th of 2019, I remember that the importance of writing things down. God is writing a story in your life about how faithful and good and beautiful he is right now. And he wants you to be able to share with people in the future. Goodness gracious, I wasn't planning on preaching on this podcast today. Oh, goodness. Let's do one more. Uh, It's five statements from June 1st, 2020. This is also really cool. Um, Because, I mean, this is potentially the day that I ended my full-time job and left to start this company. Real service takes courage and risk. Real service takes discipline. Real service takes thought. Real service takes care. Real service demands that you be a human. Hmm. One of the phrases that was on my mind a lot at that time, um, was something that I read uh, in the message version or translation of Romans 15. And that was the phrase that we say at the end of every podcast episode, strength is for service. And man, that was really at the core of kind of what initiated this business. It was, holy cow, God has just blessed me and us and our team uh, with so much. And I also saw so many business owners that had been blessed with so much that got ignited by that idea that I read in Romans 15, the message translation that says that strength that you've been blessed with financially, with regard to the people you're surrounded by, with regard to your intellect, with regard to your health, with regard to your family, with regard to the fact that you get to live in the freest nation in the world, that strength that you've been blessed with, that's not for you. Uh, that strength is for service. And I will never forget that season of my life because that statement ignited something in me that had probably been missing or deadened for a long time. Just the recognition that not only do I have a responsibility to be strong, which let's be very clear, I am weak. Christ in me makes me strong. But I have a responsibility to live in that strength 
and, and then to recognize that that strength isn't for me. And I was so emboldened by the fact that it's like, man, not only uh, am I supposed to be strong in Christ, I'm supposed to use that strength in service of others. That strength is not meant to be hoarded. That strength is meant to be spent. And so uh, I have no doubt that was what was running through my head whenever on June 1st, I wrote all those bullet points about real service. So what do I want you to do with this episode here today? I had no clue that this was going to be as sentimental as it ended up being. What do I want you to do? I want you to learn every single day because there is always so much to be learned. Put on your learning lenses, folks, and recognize that every single person you talk to today, from your friend to your spouse to your kids to the cashier to the Uber driver to the team member, every single one of them has something to teach you. Can you find it? Learn every single day. And then you want to write because it would be such a shame for you to not be able to reflect on what you learn six years from now, like what we just did. And I hope that was as encouraging to you as it was to me. Because, man, I'm leaving this saying like, holy cow, I need to make sure I'm still doing this because I want to be able to record the same type of podcast six years from now and have stuff from 2023 that I can reflect on. Learn, write, then we need to share I mean, it's a beautiful gift to be able to have this podcast where I can share this with so many of you that I, I mean, I literally consider many of you are our friends as an organization and my friends personally, because I know so many of you. Um, but even if I haven't met you, one of our core values as a company is treat people like friends. And I'm just so grateful that you would listen, but you don't need a podcast to share, right? Share with your spouse and then have a great, meaningful, intentional conversation about what you learned. Share it with your friend, Share it with someone that you just met because I bet you, or I know without a shadow of doubt, there's people around you every single day that are craving intentional conversation and just want someone to say, hey, what are you learning right now? And then I'll also share what I'm learning right now. We're going to learn, we're going to write, we're going to share. And then out of that, we're going to act on it. And out of acting on it, we're going to grow. This was really fun. And I hope that it was valuable to you. If it was, maybe we'll do it again sometime (laughs) six years from now, right? Uh, Hey, one more thing. One of the active ways that I also like to keep up with what I'm learning and putting it into writing is in our email that we send out every Wednesday called Worth It Wednesday. I, it's no secret. I don't really like email that much um, because I think most email isn't worth it, right? It's not worth your time, not worth your energy. And so every week we try to send out one email that gets into your inbox that is. And so I write a principle worth learning, a question worth answering, a recommendation worth taking. The goal is that you could read it in under three minutes. And then I also send a video where I talk a little bit more about the principle. And if you want to sign up for that email, you can sign up for it in the show notes of this episode or by going to pathforgrowth.com and signing up for Worth It Wednesday. Y'all know this. We're rooting for you. We're praying for you. We want to see you win. Remember, my strength is not for me. Your strength is not for you. Our strength is for service. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.